Welcome to Malcolm Reed's How to Barbecue Right, a podcast where we talk about barbecue, share recipes, and discuss all things delicious. And now, here's your host, Malcolm and Rochelle Reed. Hey, welcome back to the How to Barbecue Right podcast. <laughs> it's the last episode of the year, Shell. <laughs> coming your, in hot. Coming in hot. Yeah, I'm your host, Malcolm Reed, joined by my lovely and Grinchy wife today. What's up, <laughs> What's up, Grinchies? I like that shirt, Shell. Got your little brooch, Christmas brooch on. And we got Tyler over here rocking his... Uh, What's the what's the war the Worcester Red Sox? <laughs> it's actually Worcester. It's like a Worcester. town twenty minutes out of Boston. <laughs> oh, gotcha, I gotcha. But I'm good. But man. yeah, we're uh, wrapping up our year. This is going to be the last episode of twenty one. Shell. It's mm-hmm. been a fun. It's been a fast year. It has been a fast year. We're going to uh, talk about some just gonna, stuff. Is this just a year in review? Kind of. I got a few That's things what for you. We normally do a year in review. First, and I want about Christmas presents. <laughs> First, I wanted to talk to you about your maple glazed ham recipe. Oh, yeah, I did. That was the last recipe that we did for December. Mm-hmm. And everybody, if you're not cooking hams for spiral hams for Christmas, double smoke, you're missing out. It is the easiest. Do you think it's easier in barbecue bologna? Yeah. It's the easiest Because thing. you open a package, you put, place ham on yeah. the cooker. So you're actually not cooking anything. Yeah. You're really just warming something up. And and I, and I tell that everybody, it's, what makes it double smoked is, is these hams, most hams you buy, are if it's if it's a ham, it's already been fully cooked or cured some kind of way. Um, if it's not, it's a green ham. You see it called green ham, or basically it's just the hind quarter of a pig. And it's raw. And it's raw. But if it says ham, it's probably been cooked in some kind of way or cured at least. You know, they preserved it. And that's what makes it easy to cook this way for us is the spiral ham. You get them at I get them at Walmart, get them at Aldi this time of year. I think they're ninety five cents right here at Aldi. You right can't now? beat that. You can get an eight to ten pound for under ten bucks ham, spiral ham. It'd be one of the best hams you ever ate. They're right now that price. That's what they were when I was in there the other day. Okay, yeah. If wild supplies deal. last, yeah, I want to go get eight or ten of them. <laughs> <laughs> they keep in the freezer so well, man. When they're, I'm telling you, when they're on sale. This time of year, you can get them. You got a deep freeze or a freezer big enough. Get you some hams. Put them up for the year. They're going to last easy six months. I wouldn't be scared to live it in their year because it's vacuum sealed. Yeah, big heavy cryovac. You thaw them out. Throw them on the smoker. You don't have to do anything to them. You can just smoke them like that, and they're great for making ham biscuit. Whatever you want to do. But this one I did. I've done all all different kinds of ways. Yeah. But I did a maple glazed, and you know, we've talked about this maple syrup that we got from friends <laughs> up in Vermont. How I've never been a maple fan of maple oh, syrup because I've always associated it with the bad pancake syrup, and but th- this maple syrup's out of this world. So I knew when I got that that I was going to do a Christmas ham. I purposely like hit a bottle <laughs> that they sent us so I could use it as a ham glaze, and he sent us those little sugars with it too. And so that was kind of um, I know people have seen the honey baked ham where they put the little crystally sugar crust on the outside of it. I use that maple real maple sugar to give me that crystallized crust. Mm-hmm. So I took that ham out of the package and put it on a pellet grill, 275. You could do this on any grill you wanted to. You could even do it in the oven. You just need to warm it up. Don't put warm the ham smoke up. to it. Yeah, you don't want, much. you know, I mean, that's the reason why I like a pellet grill is because it does give it some smoke, but you're not going to oversmoke it. I used some maple pellets in my Traeger, and it gave it a nice mild smoke to go with the, I mean, it's applewood smoked ham, so it already had some smoke flavor to it, but they're not like overly smoky to begin no. with. And it comes with a, pa- a packet of glaze. I always just toss that out or save it for something else. I take that ham right out of the package and set it on the Traeger at 275 with maple pellets. About two hours, it's you know it's got some smoke on it, starting to warm up. 
cooking some juice out, but really I'm just warming it up slow. And then I started brushing it with the outside of that maple syrup. And then I sprinkled that sugar all over the top of it to give it a crust and let it go 30 minutes till that sugar glazed. The syrup kind of starts to brown and get sticky and bubbly. And then take it off and it's ready to go. I mean, it's that easy. There's, easy. You don't get any easier than that. And you doing could do that. any glaze. Like, yeah, you don't have to do maple cook syrup. cook it the same way and then you can apply a glaze or no yeah, glaze yeah. at all. That real maple syrup gave it an awesome flavor. Yeah, though. and it was easy too. Super easy. I mean, people just, would think you did something fancy. Like you ordered this $100 ham or you went to Aldi and spent 10 bucks and you got this centerpiece ham. Yeah. And it feeds a lot of people. And we're, we'll do it. You'll do one and we'll just break it, go ahead and break it down into yep. packages, you know, and package up a serving's worth of ham, uh, vacuum seal it, throw it in the freezer, and then That's we right. pull it out as needed, you know, for sandwiches, for making little ham biscuits. Yeah. yeah. Those little ham sandwiches. <laughs> That's a recipe. Did we do that recipe this year or last year? That, the little ham biscuit. I think I did a TikTok on it, wasn't it? No, it uh, was a IG think, post. Yeah, it was an IG I post? think it was a quarantine oh, post, actually. Man, oh, those, really? Those are yeah. my favorite things to do with it. I just really. haven't come across them. And yeah. I was like, let's repost. I saw it reposted the other day. And I was like, ooh, it's time <laughs> for those little things. The thing with the little ham biscuits is using the shredded cheese and using a, a little a lot of it. Yeah, <laughs> a little extra butter. Yeah. And putting the butter mixture inside the roll as well as on top. Oh, it's so good. We're going to go over that one here a little bit. Full <laughs> recipe. That's one of my, you know, people ask me, what's some good recipes? I can do a radio show next week. It reminds me, I'm going to talk about that. Using that double smoked spiral ham to make those little ham. We call them little ham biscuits. That's what you always call them. They're actually little ham rolls or sliders. Yeah. But I bet most people know them as the, little ham biscuits. You know, do you know what I'm talking we t- We're talking about if we just said, Little ham biscuits. I mean, initially right off the bat, no. Like when you sent it to me versus when I saw the pictures, I was surprised, but I'm also from, you know, Boston. So, yeah. right. so biscuits may mean I was like wondering, a little is cookie it a Southern thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tea and biscuits? Do y'all do tea and biscuits in Boston like they do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but no, I like the spiral hams. And people, I mean, of course, you could do. A regular butt portion ham, you could do the you know shoulder the shank portion ham, or you could do a whole ham this way. But I like the spiral cut hams because the the carving work's already done for you. Mm-hmm. Like when you get ready to carve a spiral ham, when it gets done, take it off that pit and let it rest 10, 15, You don't have to let it sit long, 10, 15 minutes, and then turn it on its side, and you can always see the bone. It's like a circular bone right there where they've carved, cut that ham in half. And then you take your knife, and there'll be these seams on it where the muscles go on the bone, and it's like a little fat seam. And you can just take a, a flexible boning knife hit those seams and that meat will come right off and it's already perfectly sliced. But I'll take that knife and go around that bone, like ring it real close to the bone as I can. And then hit those seams with the knife and just follow them. And all you do is take some gloved hands and set that meat on your platter and just fan it out. And man, it makes a beautiful presentation. And it's easy work for not only. It's super easy. You don't have to worry about slicing it. Perfect. There's no off size pieces. Now you will have some meat left on that bone. Don't throw that away. That is a pot of beans, best friend. <laughs> but and I, we and or I, greens, yeah, or greens. Or, we use them for New Year's. Yeah. We'll save our ham bones and throw them in the freezer. You can throw them in a Ziploc bag or vacuum seal them if you want to. Wrap them up in foil, whatever. But leave some of that meat on that bone. And when you get ready to make your black eyed peas, a big pot of beans, uh, you know, turnip, turnip greens. greens, whatever for New Year's, grab one of those out and start your liquid with that. And it's amazing. Or bean soup. I know a lot of people make like a white mm-hmm. bean soup. Yeah. makes really good. My mom makes pinto beans with it. 
anytime you can use, make your own stock yeah, using works, something like oh, that. Oh, man, it gives it so much flavor. You get a depth of flavor. Yeah. And I, a lot of times, like, I'll cook one and not glaze it at all. Just warm it up on the pit. Don't have any sweetness to it. Because if you use one of those, like, that maple glaze, it's going to give, like, if you're cooking black-eyed peas with that maple glazed bone, you're going to get a touch of sweetness from it. Now, I don't hate it. I don't either. I don't hate it in my vegetables, especially turnip greens, something that's bitter yeah, with the yeah. sweetness will offset it. It'll make that pot liquor so good, the juice from it. But, um, you know, my mom, she's like, I don't want any sweetness. I just want the pork flavor, the smokiness, the meat that cooks off the bone. And she'll, I mean, she don't even pull that bone out when she makes the pot. The bone stays in there. The meat cooks long enough to where it lets go, and you get some vegetable with the, the ham meat. It cooks. And I, you don't, kind of, I kind of do the same thing. I might pull out the bone right before serving. Yeah. I'll find it in there. <laughs> you know it's cooked right yeah, if it's, it's in there. Yeah, it's cooked right if it's in there. Heck yeah. That's the whole key to cooking them vegetables. We've never done, like, so we don't really talk about New Year's cooking because it's always off season for us. But, man, we do New Year's up. <laughs> we? <laughs> <laughs> you usually do the ham. Or, I, do, I yeah. do the meat. You usually do the cornbread. Yeah. Um. You do the and some year, I mean, there was one year we cooked a whole hog. Yeah. Did a video with it, yep, you know. Yep. Did had fifty people at the house, maybe. The it was hog, a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of meat too. Yeah. That was good. Um That's been five years ago, I think. Has it been it was our first year first New Year's in our house? Probably. Four or five. Yeah. My I, favorite's the hog jowl cooked in the oven. That's what we do instead of you find burgers hog jowl. I don't know if it's it's a burger's brand, everywhere. yeah. But it's a smokehouse. They send out a catalog. In, in so. Missouri, I think, where they're out of. They make the best hog jowl. So what's hog jowl? It's basically like it's it's jowl bacon. So they take the jowls of a pig and they cure it like you do pork belly for making bacon, and they slice it, thin strips, and it cooks up. You want to get the one with the rind off because the rind is like the skin and it can get real hard. Oh, it'll but break it too. Yeah, but if you get the rind off hog jowl, it melts in there. It'll crisp up and brown up better than bacon. It tastes so good. I think so too. So um, the it's way- good luck. I think and the jowl's for luck, right? Or is it for health? Hog. I don't know. We eat black eyed peas for prosperity. Prosperity. I don't know what it is. It's health, wealth, and luck. I think the peas are for luck. The hog jowls for health, and the greens are for money, I guess. Or something. I don't know. Don't don't quote me on the superstitions. <laughs> Good luck. The, the you can look it up. You got a computer right there. Tell look it up and tell me what it is. It's only a few short weeks. I don't know away. how to Google it. New Year's food representation. Yeah. <laughs> Black eyed peas, greens, and hog jowl. Was it represent? It doesn't necessarily um, have to be greens. Like we always eat turnip greens, but some people eat cabbage. And I would, um, I would associate the greens with money, cash money. Mm-hmm. It says greens resemble money. Yeah. Specifically folded money. Yeah, because it's green leafy, <laughs> like 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 Benjamin's. Peas are like, wealth. Oh, peas are for wealth? It says wealth. I've always taught her they were good luck. Okay. Um, p- pork is prosperity. Prosperity. Which one's health then? Cornbread <laughs> is gold. Uh, you don't get no health. Oh, there's no health in it? <laughs> You're going to be rich. But, <laughs> you don't get no health. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's what the luck's for. Was one of them not luck? I always thought it was money, luck, and health. Yeah, I and I think everybody interprets it differently. But um, I just know you got to eat them. Eat a big, eat a big bowl of black-eyed peas, some turnip greens, or some cabbage, and then some hog jowl and some cornbread to dunk, dunk it in. Um, so the way I cook hog jowl is I get a sheet pan, put some aluminum foil out, and lay my hog jowl out just like you would cook bacon in, in the, the oven. oven. Yeah. 
Um, but I put a piece of aluminum foil over on top and kind of press it down flat. It seems to help everything cook more evenly. Keeps the oven clean, too. Yeah. Keeps things from popping. But um, You take it off at the end, though? Oh, yeah, definitely. Right at the end, pull it off. Make sure everything's good and crispy. I've seen people do it, it with another baking sheet. Oh, you use it on top? Put the foil down and set another baking sheet to kind of press it. Yeah, to keep cook it, from it that way. Ireland yeah. and stuff. Um, that's got to increase the cook time. I don't, I don't know. I'm about to try it and see. Does, does your aluminum foil increase the cook time? A little, I, I think, yeah. Yeah. It, I, I know it cooks up crispy, brown and crispy. Way, oh, it it's melts way in better. Your mouth. Like frying it in a skillet sucks. <laughs> Because that stuff pops all over the place. It stinks up your house. I mean, you know, it, it it's it's just a, a mess. Yeah. But if you do it in the oven, you don't have to worry about it, especially putting the aluminum foil over. It keeps your oven clean. Then you just let that cool off, and now all your grease is contained in the foil. Wad it up, throw it in the trash. You don't have to worry about draining grease, pouring it down your drain, clogging the drain up. Makes it real easy. But, yeah, we'll do um... – got to have pepper sauce, too. We'll what do you know about pepper sauce? Do you like the store-bought kind or you like the homemade kind? Um, I'm not a big fan of pepper sauce. Man. It's like uh, extra vinegary hot sauce. With I know what you put. You, you break out the blue plate. <laughs> the Have you ever heard of anybody put blue plate mayonnaise on black-eyed peas? No. Try it. I'd try she it, though. It. She loves it. <laughs> I'm not saying like you douse it. You just put a little, make it just touch creamy. What's pepper sauce? So it's, it's uh, vinegar... Uh, usually it's just like you take a bottle and pack it full of cayenne peppers mm-hmm. and get hot vinegar, a little bit of salt in it. Usually what kind I put, of vinegar, apple cider or um, white? Either one, white, apple cider. Get it to boiling, put a pinch of salt in there. Sometimes I'll put just a pinch or two of sugar, just kind of balance it out. And you pour that over the hot peppers and then you stick it, you know, put a lid on it, let it cool off a little bit, stick it in the fridge. And it pulls all the essence of the oils of the peppers out into the vinegar sauce. So it's like that so stuff that sits at restaurants on the table. Yeah, with yeah. a little peppers. bitty little bit uh, green peppers in it. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah. that's not near as good. And that old Trappies, that's that brand's Trappies, I think. Yeah. You see. <laughs> but it's okay. Like in a pinch, if that's all I had, if I was out at a restaurant eating greens, I'd get that. But homemade pepper sauce is way better. And you don't have to use just cayennes. Usually my dad will use jalapenos, whatever he's got. Yeah. will go in the jar. But we save our hot sauce bottles. Or the big tall hot sauce bottles that got a big enough mouth and mm-hmm. shove, shove the peppers down in it. You want to kind of cut the cor- the stem end off the pepper where you expose a little bit of the seeds and the inside of it. They'll fill up with that juice and soak out some of the essence of the pepper. Sounds Makes a good. good pepper sauce. Yeah, it's just a infused a thing. vinegar. That's all it is, spicy vinegar. Yeah, but the acidity and the I guess the tartness of it goes with the vegetables really good. Wakes them up and adds a little bit of heat. Yeah. As I've gotten older, I've learned to appreciate the pepper sauce just a little bit, but it's still not my yeah. favorite. Oh, I love it. I pickled red onions. I like that with the vegetables. I do too. like pickled red onions. They go with peas and greens. Same concept. Same concept. You're using onions. vinegar. Vinegar soaked. <laughs> vinegar. Vinegar soaked onions. Maybe the vinegar should be for the health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it cleans you out. <laughs> add that pepper sauce for the vinegar. It's going to wash all that cholesterol out of you. <laughs> That's our tradition. (laughs) Okay, so I've got some um, listener questions. Oh, good. That I was going to pop in today. So Mike from Lindenwood, Illinois, said he purchased a 13-pound bone-in rib roast to cook for uh, family and friends. 
Um, so he was kind of interested in your time, Temp. He's got an Oklahoma Joe's Bronco Pro drum smoker. He's got a drum smoker. Yeah. Um, it's going to take about two and a half, three hours I give myself for that. Total. I would take the bones. Is that including rest time you're working in? Probably not including rest. What would you do? I'd give it at least a 20, 30-minute rest, too. Minimum. Uh, yeah, minimum 15, 20. Yeah. 30 be okay, too. Wrap, you know, tin it up in full. Okay, so walk me through that. So I would take it bone in. Personally, I like to cut those bones off the roast and then season it and then tie the bones, put the bones back on, tie them on and season them too because you get that essence of the bone, cook it on the roast, and as they heat up, it helps it cook a little bit too. And it's easier to carve if you've already got them cut off. I mean, if you wanted to serve it like a bone portion, you could. You just need to make sure that – chine bones to where you can cut through it when you slice it but you'll get the the prime rib or the rib roast will go further if you go ahead and take that up because you can cut thinner portions which nobody wants a big bone size portion of a of a prime i mean you know a man (laughs) (laughs) most of the time you know you're looking you're going to serve more people off of it if you go ahead and trim it off and those make some good eat those are like the 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 pitmaster's treats there Mm -hmm. because you take that bone off before you carve it you're not going to bring that out to the table you're gonna take. You're gonna cut your t- string and take that bone part off, and it's just some good gnawing because it's gonna say, be. You go to the back room. Yeah, and gnaw on that yeah, gnaw on that. and it's gonna be a little overcooked because <laughs> you know it's not as much meat in between those bones. It's gonna get more done. It gets a little but, gristly on the yeah. edge, but in a good way. But the target is don't cook that roast to more than like 120 internal thickest part of it. I'd get off in the center of the roast, put me a probe in it about halfway, and I'm looking for 120. Because that way, out towards the edges, you might get some that's a little more medium. You know, you, you don't want to go past medium with it. That's just heresy. You do not do that. You're going to ruin it. But I like mine on that rare to medium rare, and it's really rare in the center. That way, I mean, as it rests, it's still going to keep cooking a little bit. Did you but, say what temp you would run the cooker at? Oh, it's going to run 275. Yeah. That's just what those drum smuggers like to run. It's going to take about two and a half, three hours, but don't go by time. You know, give give yourself four hours. That's a good goal. Mm-hmm. And then watch that internal temperature. If it's done in two, hold it. You know, a, a prime rib, it's such a big roast, it's going to hold really well. I personally think they get better with the hold. I yeah. think that the doneness gets That's improves right. with the hold. That's right. And to hold it, all you do is I would put it in a pan or a baking sheet. Put it in something you can catch the juice that comes out because that stuff's liquid gold with a prime rib. <laughs> Once you pull put, it off, yeah, the put pit. you some foil over it and just stick it in a dry cooler if you got a dry cooler. Uh, every, I mean, just an empty cooler that's not too big. You want it just the right size. If it's if it's a big cooler, put you some towels or something to Take soak up mass. some of the airspace. Yeah. yeah, build it up, then put it in there and put the lid on. And if it's going to be you know longer than thirty minutes, you'll want to vent that cooler. But for that you know fifteen to twenty minutes, it's, it'll just stick it down in there. You know, it's no problem. And then take it out and carve it up. Make everybody happy. Make everybody, Catch that juice and pour that up. And if it's really, watch that prime rib video that me and Mark did about the, the Wagyu prime rib and do those mushrooms with it. Baste them with that juice and then serve those mushrooms along with it. Any juice you catch and make a horseradish sauce and you're going to be the talk of town. <laughs> Everybody's going to want that recipe. So uh, Ross wanted to know... Um, do you have any ideas for prime rib leftovers? Which I thought we've been toying uh, with this idea for a little bit. Man, those little. He suggested burnt ends. Have we ever done burnt ends? 
or any other suggestions? Man, no. I mean, you I don't could think you could do burn ins. Like you, I mean, you could season them up, put them back on the pit. But why? Why, why? cook them? Why? Don't do that with an old tough chuck roast. Don't do that with some delicious prime rib. Yeah. I would say, like, if you got some cold prime rib, slice it thin as you can, like while it's cold, warm you up some au jus, and then float them pieces back in it just to warm them up enough. Like, get that stuff boiling hot. Make you, you know, an au jus. Like a, almost like a beef stock, amped up beef stock, fortified up with some flavors. And then warm that meat back up just for a few seconds in it, and then put it on some French bread. Put you spoon you some ladle more juice over it. Put you some cheese on it. Pop it in the oven just to melt the cheese. You got you an awesome ribeye sandwich. But you could also do cheesesteaks with it. Throw it on a flat top with some you know have you some peppers and onions. You would make a Philly cheese. You can make those little uh, sliders like we talked about the ham biscuits. You can make ribeye biscuits <laughs> with that shaved up little horseradish cream you, sauce. You can still use that Gruyere and Swiss. Too. Oh yeah, yeah. You could definitely do that. I would shred up some Swiss and Gruyere. Make that garlic butter, put it on the, the lower half of the roll, put some of that sliced thin prime rib on it. I think that would be Cheese, excellent. and then wrap it up and bake it. Oh, man, that'd be so good. You've also talked about, because um, we have a Wagyu prime rib yeah, in our we're gonna freezer. Yeah, we're going to make a prime rib kind of charcuterie board. Yeah. It. We'll serve all the fixings, the mer- the mushrooms and the sauces that go with it. and We'll slice it, warm it up and slice it back up, arrange it out on a charcuterie board. And you can even eat it cold like that. I mean, just yeah. think about it as like roast beef that you would go get from the deli. They've already, you know, they've cooked it, then they sliced it thin, and then make cold sandwiches with it. It's great. You've also talked about using your um, sous vide. Yeah, warming to, it up in the sous vide just to get it back up to you know. You're not so you gonna, can control it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an easy way to heat it back to reheat it. Prime um, rib pizza would be good. Prime rib pizza would be real mm-hmm. good. That'd be real good. They have that mesquite chop house there. Yeah. It was really yeah, good. Yeah. Really good. They um so the guys from Traeger, Harley and Chad, do a ribeye and rice. So they'll take it and um they buy I think they buy like the instant rice and put it in a big casserole, like a aluminum pan. And you take whatever prime rib or ribeye steak you have and you cube it up bite sized pieces cold. And then you'd put mushrooms in it, you put onions in it. You put like two cans of cream of mushroom soup, some beef stock, season it up with your favorite steak rub or TX or something like that. And, you know, you mix your cold, your raw rice in there with it, but they use like the minute rice so it'd cook a little faster because yeah. your meat's already done. You're really just trying to get the rice cooked. You cover that up and you stick it on the pit at like 275. You check it after about 35, 45 minutes and stir it. And then when, when it comes out, it's just like this awesome conglomeration of rice and creaminess and ribeye and vegetable and you can't go wrong with that it it's real creamy yeah and delicious it's almost it's like, like a, a don't peak casserole type you know if you've ever had chicken version or pork yeah. chop version i was trying they to call it ribeye and rice you can make ribeye dirty rice i mean you could do it's the same concept yeah but and there's nothing wrong with just slicing it off and eating it <laughs> you like it gold don't you uh-huh. yeah this is all my love language. Yeah, I mean, there's no bad way to eat, but I wouldn't like overcook I wouldn't keep it. Yeah. it. I tell you what, my mom does with it a lot of times. She'll make a soup, almost like a ribeye stew, like a vegetable beef stew, but use ribeye steak, and you get that essence. Grilly how, flavor. Yeah, it gives yeah. the like if you smoke that ribeye, it's gonna add that to your soup. She does it with leftover like 
grilled ribeye. Yeah, but you can do it with too. prime rib yeah. too. It's going to have that same kind of flavor. She does it with y'all's leftover competition brisket. <laughs> yeah, brisket soup. Anything you got to understand, anything we had left on the refrigerator at the end of the week made soup. <laughs> so my mom made, <laughs> loves making vegetable soup. If you didn't eat it the first time, you go eat it the second time. <laughs> There's no wasting. Is that why you hate leftovers so much? Why, now? Yeah, we had leftovers all the time. I don't like leftovers. I mean, repurposed now, if you put it in another dish and it's made that way, I'm good with it. But if it's like this, you know, You'll, let's warm this this bowl of corn back up and eat it again. Like, <laughs> no, not so much. You will eat like leftover soup. You ate some of the leftover tomato soup like that I'll I made. Eat some stuff leftovers good, like chili. Chili, mm. yeah. Chicken and dumplings is pretty good leftover. Yeah. Some stuff, but just, you know, average I'm not. Just regular old yeah. chicken breast. I'm ready to move on to the next thing. <laughs> Let's make something fresh. Let somebody else have them leftovers and enjoy them. They didn't try them the first time. Um, so this morning I sat down and tried to write out everything we kind of accomplished this year. As video-wise? Uh, no. Okay. Like Oh, just like goals and whatnot yeah, we hit? Well, just everything that kind of we managed yeah. to pull off this year as a team. Okay. Not just... Me and you, but yeah. not the team, because it yeah. used to be me and it you. Used for, to be, yeah. <laughs> now we kind of have more of a team. Um, so the first thing I put down was that we had the grand opening of we, the shop. We, yeah, of the shop that was in March. I think March. Yeah, 8th. that was a <laughs> undertaking. There, yeah, I had no idea that having a little retail shop was going to turn into that. <laughs> I'm still not sure I'm excited about it. (laughs) Way more work than I ever thought it would be, you know? Everything is. When you first said that, when I first said, you know what if we just sell some rubs and sauces here and have like a little bitty store? I was envisioning like a counter. I was I was envisioning like a counter with like a few rubs and sauces up there. That's how I thought it would go. I didn't know it was gonna be this whole big Where we do something every month. Yeah. Yeah, we you need a, three people to run it. <laughs> <laughs> we um, had a very successful grand opening. We did with, thousands of people. Yeah, um, we had I appreciate Cracker. everybody coming out. Yeah, we had, that's what uh, we had. Every barbecue superstar that we know that we out. knew. Yeah, <laughs> cooked all kinds of good food. Heck yeah, we passed out. We had different day. stations to where we had all kinds of stuff going, and it was good. We had everything from like you said. We had the ribeye and rice. We had cookies. We had pulled pork, ribs, brisket, crawfish, uh, jambalaya. Jambalaya. I mean, we had. I don't remember what all we hot dogs probably. I, we had a lot of stuff. It's um, easy to forget about, but that's like I mean, just imagine that event for some people. I mean, with all the people that we had out here and stuff. Yeah, that was it was crazy. a huge crazy. event. Yeah, everybody but George Strait. <laughs> <laughs> we tried. <laughs> he had a prior commitment. I think COVID had him scared. <laughs> he missed out though. I remember the uh, Mississippi. We're going for Rip from Tombstone now. That's going to be our next (laughs) Rip from Tombstone. (laughs) Or Yellowstone. Yellowstone, yeah. On on anniversary two or whatever we call it. (laughs) Rip from Yellowstone. (laughs) Put it out here. Heard it here first. (laughs) At the very least, we'll have a look alike. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, Mike Yellows dyes beard black. Um, we raised uh, close to $45,000 for the Palmer Home. Wow. That was amazing. Yeah. That was really amazing. We appreciate all the help with that. So we could not have done that without everybody uh, jumping in yeah. and donating. Yeah. yeah. That um, was that was incredible. I mean, that helped, that helps Palmer Home out so much. We fed two families. Yeah. And we, our wow. goal was for one, 
And we ended up for a year. Yeah, yeah. for a whole year. Yep. We fed two families for a year. It's awesome. That was that was amazing. Um, we placed six was it sixth place at Memphis and May? I couldn't remember. Six and ribs. They might have said that we finished seventh because they had, had some kind of error. error, but I have the sixth place trophy <laughs> and I will fight somebody to death. <laughs> I get my sixth place trophy. That's they the, said they were going to send us a new plaque to put on top. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we'll throw that off the bridge. <laughs> Ours says sixth place. I don't know. <laughs> but more than that, I felt like that this year of Memphis MA ran smoothly and like I feel like we were in a flow. Solid and, plan. Yeah. Until, it, it, until it, judging came around. <laughs> And the brakes went on. Oh yeah, that's right. There was it wasn't a big out of issue. our control. Oh, and you had a. Major... I'm ready for Memphis May again. And normally I don't. You know, normally you want some, but this time. You uh, you also had a major uh, issue that Saturday night. Do you remember? Oh yes. I don't know what kind of food poison I got or Omicron variant, <laughs> whatever it was. But man, you shook the wrong person's hand. I shook the wrong person's hand that went to a porta john or something. I don't know what happened there, but man, my goodness, I didn't think I was going to survive that. I gave out every ounce of fluid I had in my body, <laughs> all orifices. It was bad. I didn't think I was going to make it home. It's like just get me back to the hotel. I'll stay here till I heal. I live here now. I'm gonna live here now. Y'all probably don't want to come in. Very violent in here. Just give me a few days. I don't remember you driving home the next day. Like I stumbled down. I think you said you were gonna go get the car. No, I or, I got up and walked down, and we helped everybody pack it. Yeah. You know, pack up and get loaded out. I crawled to the elevator. <laughs> And then I came back. Crawled through you. the lobby and stumbled in the car and closed my eyes till we got back to Hernando, and then got in the bed and I don't I don't remember much of it for very many days. I was trying to work my witch doctor magic yeah. on you. Yeah, it was rough. <laughs> so you cooked a couple other contests. Did pretty good. You did a whole haul cook. You went to Galax, Royal Oak. Yeah. Pretty much placed everywhere. Everywhere we went. Yeah. I didn't get to cook a whole lot, but when we did, we did good. Put out some new products. What was the new products? Do you remember? You know <laughs> yep. what they were? Um, the crawfish bowl. Oh yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, uh, our own bowl mix for bowling crawfish. Actually, you know, we only buy like enough for crawfish season, so we had sold out. But we just placed a reorder, so that's that'll be. It's almost time for. You know, I know. I thought about that. Crawfish that. season's coming, man. I can't wait. Crawfish <laughs> season's coming. I just. I mean, I'm ready for some now. Normally, this time, you know. In May, you're like sick of crawfish. Like, yeah. We've ate crawfish every weekend. <laughs> I don't know how many sacks we cooked last year, just eating. And man, I'm ready to I'm ready to go again on crawfish. Um, we did the grill cleaner. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. Old fashioned grill cleaner. Yeah. Uh, hot dill pickles. Crawfish pickles. Crawfish pickles. And we got two new hot sauces yeah, just yeah. hit. They were hot, hot sauces. And we're still working on our white sauce, but it's a work. It's in the work. It's oh, it's close. I was happy. with Y'all said y'all didn't like it. So. Um, I think the, what people don't realize about putting out products is the time it takes to do it. If you want it right. Yeah. It ain't just throwing something at something. No. And it is yeah. a undertaking. It is, yeah. Everything from the label to the, you know, the formula to the everything. Um, We did a couple events up here. We did a comedy show. The comedy show was a lot of fun. Yeah. We did you know, Wiener Fest. That was a fun one. We had it's dinner. Have to be sausage fest next year. <laughs> <laughs> Incorporating bratwurst and some other <laughs> redskin sausages. If we redo that, um, we cooked the most hot dogs we could on the on the B 
BFO. We had to cook more hot dogs in Hernando, Mississippi than anybody has at one time. <laughs> we probably did. We broke a city record. We can at least say that. <laughs> broke a city record for cooking hot dogs. What was it, like 897? I mean, total, it was like 1,200. Yeah. That's crazy. You think they've ever cooked that many at the ball game? I doubt it. I doubt it. That's a lot of hot dogs. <laughs> That's a lot of That's hot dogs. That's a lot of hot dogs. Um. We did the Palmer Home VIP class. We never talked about that, but that was pretty. That turned out really good. Mm-hmm. So the people, the five people that donated the most, oh yeah, got to come to a VIP class. So we had what? There was another one ago? we did too, though. A Palmer, was that the same one? No, that was a birthday event. Yeah, we did a Someone birthday event. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we had Santa Claus at the shop. That was fun. Yeah. That was my favorite event. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that one. I didn't have to do nothing. I just had to sit back. You were not the star of the yeah, show. Yeah, nobody came to see me. They all come to see Santa Claus. I kept we watching the parade. Him. We did two parades. We did do two parades. We won two parades. We entered two and won two. A July Bridgetown, 4th? Yeah, July 4th parade at Bridgetown Community and then the Hernando City Parade. Christmas we won, parade. Or Christmas parade. What was it? The, we were best in the show. Best in show. If you missed our float, you missed out. It was the snow. I machine. talked to somebody. Oh, the lady that cuts my hair. She was like, I asked her if she went to Hernando Parade. And she said, Oh, there was such a good, there were such good floats this year. She said there was this one that had a snow machine, it had a dance in Santa Claus. The kids left. I said, That was mine. <laughs> I was in there. I was in that truck, baby. And she said, No, you weren't. I was like, Yeah. They were on the snow side. They were on the judging side. Yeah. So I was on the pasture side. She never saw me. I um, loved it though. And we hosted a rib shoot out, our local barbecue We contest. did. We put on the Water Tower Fest. That was an undertaking. That was a lot of fun. It was, it was a lot of work. It was a lot of I have way time. more respect for a contest organizer because they, they they, do a lot of stuff behind this. It, there's so much goes into it just to get to the contest. That's where the work is. And not to mention how much work happens to you know make it through it once teams show up. But all the stuff that goes into getting it ready for people to come and compete, it's a lot of work. And then the judging. Yeah. And, and then you yeah. got to organize the judging and the scoring and, yep. you know. Making sure it's fair and all that. It was it was a learning experience. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was fun. It's a lot of fun. I think once you – so we kind of have a procedure now. We know what we have to do, who you have to contact, things yeah. you're going to need, ways to improve. I think once you get your first one out of the way, it kind of sets you up and it'll get easier as you go. Yeah, I think Still so. a lot of work. And you need a lot of How many podcast episodes did we do? Did you got those stats? This is episode 37. Of this year? Of this year. That's pretty good for us. Season four. Yeah. Was there any other thing, anything else we did this year? Yeah. Yeah, we hit a million on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, we hit a million on TikTok. That was my biggest one. I was waiting. I mean, that was out the gate. <laughs> 14. We started TikTok. I don't even know when. The, it was like Tyler started them just uh, taking some clips of some of our old stuff like mm-hmm. last January when he first started working for us. And then we started filming them, I guess, in February, maybe end of February, March. Yep. Yeah, but it was like right around that still yep. cracker time we started yep. pushing them out. And yep. it'll be time trend. to crank them back up here in a little bit. I'm not in any hurry. <laughs> <laughs> kind of got, you know. We got some so surprise ones for I've the I've switched the year, to my buck junkie mode. I've switched to, switched to hunting, doing my buck junkie podcast. That's what this shirt is, you know. I've got a big camo shirt. You're a big guy. You need big camos. So camo. <laughs> they don't pay me to say it. I just like them. That's where I get my camo. <laughs> um. So yeah, anything else that I miss? It's. It feels uh, like I'm. We're not accomplishing enough that in the day to day. I feel like. Yeah, but, but when, when you, you lay go it back all and down, look at it, it was a busy year, wasn't mm-hmm. it? No, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun that last year. It goes by so fast, like you don't realize it. And I'm. And I told you the other day. 
You're saying Christmas is almost here. I said Memphis and May is almost here. I told you before don't you know it. Dare say that? <laughs> you cuss. <laughs> <laughs> I can't repeat. Why what would you say something like that? I said because it's true. We've got to start. The application's already out. Oh, we haven't done. I've got to get the application in. I started and, filling you know, it start, out. Yeah, we got to start preparing. It's going to be at a different location this year. We'll talk about this a lot in season five mm-hmm. because yeah. that'll be coming up, and that's going to be our focused. That's our big thing in May. I mean, that's always Memphis in May. So we're going to improve on that sixth place, sixth place rear finish. Oh, we did Malcolm in May this year. Yeah, we did a whole bunch. Malcolm in May. That was a. I don't remember what I did for that. There's <laughs> just a lot of posts. That's on a social. lot of posts. Yeah. How many videos did we video. shoot this year? Did you keep up with that? I figured we'd talk about some of those. I got them all here. We you got did all. How many was it? Thirty-four. I would have guessed twenty-four. Thirty-four long-form YouTube videos. Thirty-four. Yes. How many TikToks did we do? Oh, man, that's a lot. I, I will get that number, and we will talk about it in season five. Yeah. But was How many lot. TikToks we did? That's a lot of content. Yeah. That's a lot of... Do you uh, want to run through them? Talk to them? Yeah, talk let's them. talk about them. What oh. was the... Okay, which one was the uh, biggest... Off. Oh, I didn't pull oh, all you that didn't, Oh, you didn't get stats on them? I think no. the biggest one that I saw this year, the other week, was uh, the Tennessee Mojo. Rib. Yeah. Oh, really? Or the Hanging Tomahawk. Yeah. One yeah. of the two. And yeah. the Hanging Tomahawk. Those are both good ones. Yeah, they are both good ones. Uh, the the uh, butter and herb smoked turkey did really well too. Oh, that was the last one I did on the, yeah the Traeger one. Yeah, the the last turkey I did that was a really good turkey. Um, probably one of the prettiest turkeys I ever cooked. Yeah, I agree. It was an excellent, excellent turkey recipe. Um, you started. We kicked off with the bona fide white chili chicken chili. That was, <laughs> we had multiple contests we didn't talk about here at the office this yeah, year. Yeah, we did. You won the very first one, which was the chili contest. Like I came in the best finish I've had. I came in second in that one, I think. Didn't I? And I Probably. did. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah I did. You a, did a basic. No, I did a pulled pork chili. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did pulled pork yeah. chili. Yeah, it was like a barbecue chili. It was really good, too. You probably need to do that recipe. Like, you know, I could do that. There. I could come back next year. It'll be chili time. Um, then but, you... uh, yeah, that that. But the white chicken chili, if y'all hadn't tried that one, that's not my recipe. I I, I gave homage to Shell on that one. <laughs> I took her recipe and you made that one. You took a couple one. of my recipes this year. Yeah, I have to. You got some good ones. I've made I don't know that. Why like, you don't put them out on your own TikTok? I've made that like six times this year. No it's good. It's what, a no the fail white, recipe. There's so no way to mess it up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you could mess it up. Do you? It's pretty easy if you, especially yeah. if you buy rotisserie chicken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way to mess it up. It's good too. Um, make it inside. It's just as good inside as it is in a crock pot, as it is on the smoker. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You did yeah. it on the smoker, but you don't have to. You don't have yeah. to. Yeah. Um, and then you did your mossy oak videos. Oh, that was fun. I got to go there. You did wild boar ribs. I did um, elk medallions. I did a queso. The queso was probably the most popular out of those. Yeah, it was. Deer Camp Cheese yeah. Dip. You know, you've never cooked that for me. I know. I need to, don't I? You've cooked it for a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of different <laughs> occasions that I'm never there. Yeah. And I love cheese dip. I was going to do, I had the idea of doing a TikTok Christmas queso, but I'm not going to, probably going to. Make it, but I'm not gonna back up and punt. Yeah, on that one, I'm not gonna yeah. film it. <laughs> Bookmark. <laughs> I, I put my foot down. I'm not filming anything else. Not this year, Clark. We tried, y'all. We tried. I'm, I'm done. I've got a lot of great ideas. I had I had a dozen Christmas TikToks I was gonna do. Like I'm sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> you need a little break. I need a break. Yeah, that's what this time's good for, though. You can just mark them all down and yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Go back and do them next call year. Them, call them. He'll come up with a million ideas. For next, next year too. Week, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do need to save those. I wanted to do jingle juice, and I wanted to do, 
I wanted to do that Christmas tree cake dip. And- Speaking of jingle juice, I could put a TikTok out <laughs> with what I did Saturday. You didn't show making those juices, though. You should have done that. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty simple. That'd be a good one, though. Just show, dump them in, do Jingle Bell Rock song. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> just hammering them. Um, but all your uh, Mossy Oak videos, you did really, you you created some really good wild game recipes. Yeah. Very good. The all stuff, of them the, the dirty rice stuffed quail was really mm-hmm. good. Pecan smoke, uh, Cajun quail with dirty rice, yep. Deer Camp cheese dip. The bison ribeye. Grilled bison ribeyes, bacon wrapped elk medallions. Yep. Those were all good. Then you did a barbecue nacho burger for um, Super Bowl. That was a good daggum burger. burger. Yeah. Um, Took pulled pork and did the like barbecue nacho style on top of a burger. <laughs> <sighs> it's good. That is a super burger. If you love nacho cheese, yeah, <laughs> like I do. Um, we need to see this year for Super Bowl, Tyler. We need to see how many burger patties we can stack up. <laughs> how tall you can get it? That's all we could get. Super burger. Well, we did that Fat Boy burger, so it could kind of that was a good the... one too. Was that yeah. that wasn't of YouTube though? That was a TikTok, wasn't yeah. it? No, it was. was. Do we do a Fat Boy burger on on YouTube? Oh yeah, y'all did do that yeah. one. I did was it on the flat top that. on the Ranger. Yeah, yeah. man, that was. You a... have done a flat top burger recipe yeah. on YouTube, but it wasn't the Fat Boy burger. That one was a good one, man. That thing was good. The man. cheese melted everywhere, stacked up. Um, then you did the jerk shrimp recipe. That was a really, really good jerk res- uh, yeah. shrimp recipe. Um, Jamaica with that one. Mm-hmm. Mind. Smoked picanha. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. It ain't even fair to do one of those. I know. Uh, then oh. you did your pellet grilled pulled pork. That one was one of the higher ones, too. Yeah. Was it just the overnight or don't, no mess with it? Just let it roll? We've done that so many times <laughs> since I've done I mean. That's your go-to method. You're going to do one next Monday night. Just you're going to have some lunch here at the office, and you're going to do that. There is, and it's good too. It's dang, it, I'd put it up against most people. I, I, mean, I it's would. It's just too. like you don't do nothing to it for the for the work you put into it and how good it turns out. Man, and why would you cook pulled pork any other way? I think it's because it's low and slow. It has time to break down. Yeah, long. Uh, you can get it a little too far, and it'll be a touch mushy, but most people don't even notice that. Yeah, They're just when like, you work it all back in. Yeah. It's juicy and delicious. Then you did, uh, okay, then um, Chad came and did uh, spatchcock chicken and roasted Brussels sprouts. Yeah. That was a great roasted, roasted Brussels sprout uh, recipe. Um, then you did a barbecue glazed ham for Easter where you use barbecue flavors. Mm-hmm. Was that a spiral one too, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can do so many. You know, my favorite one of those I've probably done is with that raspberry chipotle blue sauce. That makes a good ham. It does make a good ham. I don't remember what year I did that one. I think it was last year. I think it was two years ago. Whenever they come out with that sauce, I did yeah. it. And, man, it was so good. That's an easy ham glaze. Then you did the All-American Cheeseburger, and that was for, like, April Fool's oh, where we yeah. did, like, uh, <laughs> you made a... Impossible Burger? Yeah. Dunked it. I got I got a lot of people on that. I don't know if I can top that this year. I've been well, thinking about it. Why? I mean, what could I do? Everybody's going to be expecting something April. No, Fools. you don't have to do it. You don't have to be. No. Wait till you have the idea. Yeah. Surprise attack. It's always got to be a surprise attack. <laughs> yeah. Don't t- don't leak it. Yeah. I, 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 something just popped in my head. <laughs> <laughs> then you did the hanging tomahawk ribeye where you that hung was, it in the drum. That's a game changer on tomahawk. That was. The best way to cook a It's not. Hawk. It doesn't have the sear like you think when you think of a ribeye on a grill like that. 
but it's a it's such a different taste, and it's it cooks better. it. You liked it. You liked it better than when I did the big one and basted it on the PK three sixty. I think it's a little ridiculous when a lot of people do stuff for show. You know, I just want yeah. you to create the best tasting mm-hmm. food possible. Mm-hmm. It's like making this giant burger. Well, you know, yeah. Nobody's gonna eat that. Whatever. Anyway, so I was real skeptical about this hanging tomahawk ribeye, but I, it was so good. I got an idea now. That this is a good. One. <laughs> I it's, thought it was for sure. This is gonna be wasn't. epic next year. Can you share it or no? Okay. Um, then you did the McRib sandwich. Oh, that was so good. He did that. Oh man. That may have been my favorite one of the year. I forgot all about that. You popped them bones out. That that sandwich was unbelievable. A whole slab of ribs cooked tender enough to where you can pop those bones out, and you put it on a foot-long daggum French bread loaf with the sauce. The, uh, McDonald's had never cooked anything like and pickles. that. Onions and pickles, extra sauce, and it was just the meat would melt in your mouth. I never would have thought that sandwich would have been so good. You remember when we did that, Tyler? That mm-hmm. was, And you cut it into bite-sized pieces. So you get a hearty sandwich. Yeah. You know, it's like two rib bones, or however big you want to make it. Man, it's good. It was really, really good. I think that was the community award for the best recipe this year because everybody was doing it on the community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, such a good sandwich. It was. Then Mojo came. Tennessee, yeah. The Jay Mojo. T- well, Jay Durbin his ribs, Tennessee Mojo. His ribs are good. I ain't going to say that's better than mine. <laughs> <The> world <laughs> he ain't here to be bad at me. But. <laughs> the world champion ribs. Um, then you They were a, good. His ribs were really, really, really Jake good. Jake and Cook Jake and good. Cook. He cooks ribs as good as anybody I know, if not better. I agree. Except me. <laughs> <laughs> then you did um, barbecue baked potato. That was a good one. It was. Yeah. It was a really good one. Um, then Fergie came and did Kansas City burn-ins. His burn-ins were, we, could, we filmed that one at Mark's house. They were, were textbook, sick. very good. And they were, yeah, they were good burn-ins. That was, that was Kansas City burn-ins. Yes. I had the shingles. Yeah. Um, Then we did honey chipotle ribs. And then you kind of started getting into your football foods with uh, brown sugar chicken skewers. Those were a hit. That was one of my recipes. And then bacon wrapped meatballs. Another one of my recipes. (laughs) Cajun ribeye steak. That one was really good. That was good. That was with the um, King Crawl. I used yes. to crawl. Yeah. Man, it made a good steak. Um, peachy ribs. Barbecue meatball sub. Those are my take on kind of on my apple pie ribs. I did peach, uh, yeah. peach rib. With peach pie flavors. Yeah. 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 They were good. Um, barbecue meatball sub. That's a good one. That was such a good sandwich. Tailgate cheesesteak. A lot of people like that one. And it kind of is the same. It takes that little ham biscuit to another recipe level. and, and kind of. That's kind of like what you do with the. Leftover prime rib we talked about earlier. Yep. You definitely do that with it. Because you used, it was thinly shaved Roast beef. beef. Yeah. No, I did it. I bought, I found that raw thin shaved beef at Kroger. Yes. And did that. And I, on the flat, on the big iron skillet, on the Weber. Yeah. And you used the Hawaiian sub rolls. Yep. Oh, they were good. Man, they were, they were good. <laughs> <laughs> the little sandwiches I've been doing, probably the best thing I did that. <laughs> It was all good. Don't get me wrong, but man, I love a little sandwich. Um, lemon pepper wings with AB. Yep. AB came AB, and did some uh, lemon pepper wings. I'm gonna uh, stop you. 
I, the Tyler, I remember this one. One of the best TikToks I did last year was that pizza dip. Oh, man. <laughs> you remember oh, that? Man. Yeah, it was good. Man, pizza dip. I could not stop. get close to lunch. It is. All right, you can go back. Uh, Spicy buffalo chicken sandwich. I love that recipe. I don't remember that one. It was the thighs. You boneless skillet thighs, and you grilled them, and then you dunked them a couple times. Oh, I kept doing them, and yeah. And then you put a little pepper jack cheese on it, and served it with maybe pickled red onions. I don't remember, but sounds good. Then you did the barbecue hot wings with the sweet mustard fire slaw. That was good. The sweet mustard fire slaw was my favorite part of that recipe. Like that was the best slaw that I I've took had the in sweet a long fire time. pickles and turned it into a relish and mixed it in with the slaw and thought like a, a mustard sauce instead of a traditional mayo based sauce. I'm not was, crazy about mustard, but that slaw that, was fire. It was good. It would be good with barbecue anything. Yes. I was about to say, if Shell likes that over mayonnaise, then yeah, yeah. it must be delicious. It had a little bit of mayonnaise in it, I but, but it was mainly mustard. Touch, yeah. yeah. It was uh, really good, though. Another one was the pulled pork Benedict. Ooh. That was some gourmet shiz. <laughs> <laughs> almost got out of the G rate on that one. <laughs> almost. That one. That one. I agree. That's next level stuff right yeah. there. You do that. I mean, that no joke. And we kind of served that at the uh, Palmer We did. VIP. We did. Yeah, for breakfast. Yeah. Man, it makes that's such a good brunch item. It's a perfect holiday, really. Man, it was unbelievable. Then you did a, a coffee-rubbed flat-iron steak. That one was good. Yeah. And then you did a pulled beef, like barbecue beef, pulled beef sandwich. I forgot what cut what cut of beef you used. Sure, it was probably chuck roast. I think so. I think I did it on the outlaw, if I remember right. Yep. Broke it down. And then you did a, your butter and herb smart turkey, the Wagyu prime rib, and the maple glazed ham. The Wagyu prime rib, just it's a you can't even compare it to anything I did. It was unbelievable. That one, I mean, that that ain't even fair. I mean, that's like bonus material there. That's on a whole other planet. It ain't even in the same league as the rest of stuff. Well, I don't know that tomahawk ribeye. It was. I mean, it, it was good. I'd put that. I've always said the pecan, the the Wagyu pecanja. It's probably one of the best pizza meats I've ever ate. Wagyu prime rib blows it away. I've had some I mean, Wagyu tri-tip. Yeah. That was. It was pretty good, but it ain't. I mean, pecan is always like best piece of beef I've ever ate. That Wagyu prime ribs. Better. Down. Just looking at some of the TikToks here that did really well this year, like the barbecue spaghetti. That was like a, that was probably like yeah. one of my favorite things you did. Can you believe that one did so good? I didn't think it would. I just don't think people have heard of it. I think it's yeah. like if you haven't been to Memphis. Something different. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so easy, I it feel was. like, too, because you did the low and slow pork butt on that one, yeah. too, and mm-hmm. came out delicious. Doritos casserole. <laughs> <laughs> flaming hot mac and cheese. Pizza roll sliders. All the anything cheesy on TikTok hits. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got some good cream cheese. Like, just you can melt some cream cheese in an iron skillet on TikTok. What did you say? They have a shortage of cream cheese? Yeah, I saw that. Philadelphia cream cheese. So they're asking, they're paying people. Twenty bucks not to make cheesecakes this holiday season because there's a cream cheese shortage. That's a genius marketing move. That's what I said. So now everybody's gonna run and there should be a run on cream cheese. They and probably got gonna so have, much. What's the other cream cheese called? Noof Noofalutch cream. I know what you're talking yeah. about. All we have to use it. that. It's like we don't even know what that means. I guess it's 
How do you prove that? I guess you just like say, no, I'm not. I take the pledge. Here's 20 bucks. Oh, thanks. I can go buy my cream cheese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how you could. I think it's a ploy. I think it's a marketing ploy. They just I want you to buy so more too. Philadelphia cream oh, yeah. cheese. And does that go for the whipped or is it just the blocks? I don't a, limit, a limited number of people will be able to spend $20 on dessert and charge it to craft. Is that, is that the way it's going to go? They're going to give out some gift cards and get everybody in America to buy cream cheese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's the way it's going to work. I mean, cream cheese is great. Don't get me wrong. We'd probably buy three or four pounds of it for Christmas. <laughs> it goes on everything. It's like one of the number one, one ingredients. Number one ingredient. That and cream mushroom soup. Well, by the time you do your dips and your dessert. Casseroles and, and yeah. all that. It goes with cream cheese. you got to have it. I even like it on the bagels with the smoked salmon, the little red onion and the capers. On a square plate? On a square plate. Yeah. <laughs> What's his name says? <laughs> um, so, Malky, what do you want for Christmas? A flamethrower. <laughs> I still didn't get one of those. <laughs> on Out to Smoke, we tested. That was one of the first things we tested out and did a video of. It was What's it called? The grill gun? I never got one. Grill blazer. The grill right. blazer, grill gun. Yeah, Mark has them all. I don't know if he, how he, maybe he ordered them. That's why he has them. But I didn't get one. I could use one. When you said flamethrower, I thought you were talking about like that. Oh, I want that Elon Joe Rogan. Yeah, oh, I say yeah. that was not that good though. It looks cool. The not a flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> the not a flamethrower gun. Isn't Tesla. That- is Tesla that, makes it. Is that Craig's like signature thing? Is that right? Like the flamethrower gun or something like that? He has the weed oh, burner. Yeah, I got. I have one of those. Oh. That's not the kind of flamethrower I want. I got one of those. I want the handheld version. And that's <laughs> kind of more for show too. Yeah. Oh, I got you. But no, what else Dang. would I want for Christmas? Grill blazers going up. Are they hot right now? Probably hot right now. Yeah. They're going for two hundred dollars. <laughs> Dang. You get the set. Oh. But I thought they were a lot more reasonable. I thought they were like thirty nine ninety five. I know, I did too. Two easy payments of nineteen dollars. <laughs> now, anything else I can think of that I want? I mean, knives are always on my hit list. I love knives, so I usually get you a good cookbook. Yeah, cookbook. I like a good cookbook. And a good knife or something. Thermopen. The new thermo. I don't have a new thermopen. Which one? The brand new one. Thermopen one, I think it's. You're throwing out a lot of these requests a little too close to Christmas. I thought you already knew this stuff. No, oh. this is the first you bring this out. up. Armorworks, knives, mm-hmm. anything with flames. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to cook for Christmas? Uh, beef tenderloin. That's probably that's a, your go-to. Yeah, I like beef tenderloin. I like doing shrimp. I like uh, when you pork say tenderloin too. Shrimp. I usually do a pork tenderloin to beef tenderloin. Yeah, well, you when you say doing shrimp. What do you mean? Barbecue shrimp yeah. or grilled shrimp of some kind. I like to go with the beef. You know, that's our big. Or just a shrimp tower. Yeah, We've done just that a shrimp before. Shrimp tower, yeah, just boiled shrimp. Those are good, but uh, that's that's always my favorite thing to cook during the holidays. I, don't, I usually stay away from the long cooking stuff, like a, a beef tenderloin or pork tenderloin. Don't take me, but you know, hour and a half, two hours to cook it, so I'm not out there a whole long time. And they're really they go really great. Just put the put a cutting board out. Slice them thin and let people grab it, you know, grab it and go. Oh, yeah. We serve it with a, usually a horseradish, like cream sauce and a some, some sort of Swedish mustard tangy sauce with the pork. Yeah. And then that's, I've that, served that's it with my, the go, that's sauce my go to. Oh, that cranberry sauce is really good with the pork. For the pork. Yeah. yeah. That's my go to Christmas. I mean, no, we do the breakfast, the smoked breakfast casserole. 
that's a great one to do Christmas morning. The cinnamon rolls we did those. Did we do those on YouTube or on TikTok? YouTube. Yeah, if you hadn't seen that one, that was was that was that year before last though. We finished yes. that out last Christmas. Yeah, it was our last one for yeah. last year. Yeah. On TikTok, we actually did it, but with bacon. Oh, bacon. Did y'all roll bacon, bacon inside of it? And, yep, and then baked it with the pecans and the brown sugar and all that. W- was it hard, like, to bite into? No, it? no, Heck no, they're oh, delicious. Oh, it just melted. Super good. They're I think, delicious. I think it upped the cook time slightly, but it was delicious. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have. You to know, I've seen people do those on the flat top. What do you mean? The cinnamon rolls where they take them on there and they flatten them down it makes like a little hot cake cinnamon roll oh really wow. yeah looks pretty interesting i've seen people use waffle irons and stuff yeah like that yeah, yeah. Do the waffle yeah. iron yeah that looks good i did see someone cooking um just biscuits like i might incorporate on the if, I, if, I, if i can get me a, a blackstone to do videos with i might incorporate some more blackstone that'd be a good christmas gift too <laughs> flat tops they're hot right now they are hot. oh here's one cast iron Anything cast iron, I love. It could be Dutch oven. It could be skillets. It could be. Somebody sent you a cast iron. Um, no way. Hand. Oh, spatula. Spatula. Yeah, that was cool. It was like. It's in there. Like, I don't even want to use it. It's like cut out of a cast iron skillet, and they made a spatula with it. Wow. But it's, they, too, it's too. And they know, put your How to Barbecue Right logo. It's too on fancy there. to use. It's yeah. like, man, send me something I can use. <laughs> that's more of a. Decorative up, piece. Yeah, yeah I want, that's a talk about. Send them to. I want to be out there, you know. <laughs> Using that as a scraper on something. <laughs> it's fancy to me. Um, but cast iron's a great Christmas gift. Like, I mean, I don't have, I don't have near enough cast iron. Cutting boards, that's a good one. Like, if anybody doesn't have a, I, I mean, I've got the ones I use, but I need a new cutting board all the time. So, and I like the decorative ones too. They're cool. Put out charcuterie boards on or yeah. serve stuff on. And that's I, mean, what, I use my wooden ones. I don't use them as like an everyday. Prep board. There's a difference in a prep board to me and then a you know, a, a cutting board you're going to put cooked meat on. Well, talking about like serving that um, beef tenderloin, we bust out the nice fancy cutting yeah, board. Yeah, always. Put it up there. Yep. And, I mean, and also you need like the oils and the conditioners for your cutting boards and your cast iron. So those are good stocking stuffer type gifts too if you need something to give somebody. I mean, somebody gives me a cast iron skillet and some stuff like a – you know, a little chain mail to scrubber and then maybe some of the the butter. What's that? The uh, um, Beeswax. It's the stuff you put in cast iron. There's one brand you bought it's me. It's like the bees. Is that what it is? It's but bees it, something. Yeah, but it goes in. I mean, that's a, that's a nice Christmas gift. That is a nice Christmas Throw gift. Throw them in a cookbook or something to go with it. And all of a sudden, you've got something somebody's going to keep forever. Write them that a little message a in the one. cookbook. Yeah. yeah. Um. And what about a bottle of bourbon? That's oh, you can't go wrong. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I don't know that I drink any whiskey, but <laughs> if I did, a bottle of Eagle Rare or something would be nice, or some Weller. Or... We get fancy and find some Blant. That's good. <laughs> but I ain't gonna turn my nose up at Jack Brown. <laughs> so, what's your plan with your time off? Probably drink a little whiskey. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> no, I'm gonna do some hunting, man. It's almost. The ducks, if we can get some cold weather, it's going to push them ducks down. I've got some deer i got to get after. We've had a pretty good deer season so far. And, uh, you know, we've got some deer meat in the freezer. So have been working on some venison recipes. I plan to make some sausage and jerkies and different things like that. Oh, when are you um, going to start making jerky? We, we, it, as soon as we get to hanging out at deer camp, as soon as you let us go, <laughs> tell us we can have some time off. <laughs> we're going to hit the woods and go to camp and we're going to like- start. 
how y'all pretend I'm like some slave driver. <laughs> the boss says we got to work. Got to keep the doors open. Got to pay the light bill. We just want to go to the woods and hang out. So that's that's my plan. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go down to a deer camp, hang out for a while, come back refreshed, and I don't know mid March. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, mid January. Yeah. No, not mid. Hunt season's not over till January thirty first. <laughs> then vacation might not be. Yeah. Last. Then we got Super Bowl, so I'll probably do something. We'll come back around Super Bowl week, and then we're going to go to Jamaica for a week. <laughs> then we'll come back and start doing some video. And you got if plan, the weather's and nice. You got to plan a week for Jamaica and recover a week for yeah. Jamaica. So that, <laughs> way, that wraps, that up, wraps February. up February. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, it's mid March. Ain't lying. April Fools. We haven't posted yet. Yeah. April Fools. <laughs> 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 oh, uh, no, I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> uh, um, I'll be back. I ain't going nowhere, y'all. Don't don't worry. That was called a crispy stick. Crispy. Yeah, yeah, that's what for it the, was. Yeah, yeah for the cast That's right, that's right. Yeah, I had to look it up. I knew it was something like that. They work good with the chain mail. You put, and then you rub them down with that, and you stick them back <laughs> on, the, on a hot eye just for a minute and stick them in the oven and mm-hmm. let them sit a little bit. Right back, perfect. Um, The one thing we have, have to do that we haven't done yet is make out our plan for our Christmas meal. Okay, we'll do that. Christmas breakfast, Christmas lunch, Christmas I Eve. Already, I already know. I got a beef tenderloin from, from the butcher shop. If y'all, got, if, y'all, if y'all ain't waiting on one of those, go ahead and order one from Kevin. He can probably still get it to you next week before Christmas. I ordered me a prime prime rib from him. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, Has it got here already? Or is it, in the it just got here like when yeah. we started this podcast, yeah. I got the email. When you mean prime prime yeah. rib, you mean Not prime or Wagyu? Actually prime. Okay. Prime yeah. rib. Yeah. Oh, prime, prime rib. They said oh. Wagyu. They asked if I wanted Wagyu and I Seriously Don't thought drop about that six fifty, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you only live once. Well, I mean, heck, the prime's already high enough. Yeah, it's probably four hundred, well. wasn't it? <laughs> Just Man, no, no joke. Um, at Sam's, they're like three something right now, so yeah. it's not that mm-hmm. much more. You, I mean, for real. Nah, it was worth spending it at Kevin for sure. Like, I'd rather give him the money. Yeah, yeah. I know it's gonna uh, be good. Hey, so, best butcher in the United States. In the country. In the country, that's the United States. Yeah. Lower fifty or we or whatever lower forty eight or what is it lower forty eight? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I kind of sent that to him as like, I mean, it was a great idea. I, uh, it's kind of a in my joke, book is the best butcher not a joke? in the country. It's not a joke. I mean, we feel like it's serious. He is the best but butcher. Are we really at a point where we can just like yes <laughs> <laughs> anoint people? Uh, I, hey, <laughs> he he does that. Yeah, that's right. We can anoint right. him. The best butcher in the country. Best heard butcher in first. the country. For Christmas, we sent uh, Kevin, the butcher shop, um, a plaque that says voted best butcher in the country by That's right. How to Barbecue Right. That's a consensus. There was no, there was no, never a doubt. <laughs> never a doubt. Because he is. Hmm? The business that he runs, the way yeah. he does his. Customer service. Yes, everything. Yeah, product. Yes. The product he can what get. More? What more? Yeah. What more could you ask for? And he ships to us, even though we don't, you know, live anywhere close. Yep, it's all over, not just us, all over the, yeah. all over the country. Yeah, and I imagine there's a lot, a lot of comp guys out there that feel the same way. Oh yeah, hands down. But, but well, Mount, that's all I have for today. That's wrapping up twenty one, y'all. Tyler, you got anything you need to add, man? Hi right, guys, just during this time. Have a good period. year. 
I did. I did. This was uh, definitely the year of learning for me. I've learned so much. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm continuing to learn new things every day. Just wait. We're going to kick it in high gear next high year. High gear next year. Yeah. It's only going to get better. They're more fast-paced. <laughs> you know, we do have a couple of surprise TikToks that have already been filmed and different things that are coming out uh, throughout the year, guys. And make sure you guys download the How to Barbecue Right app. Available on the Apple Store and uh, the Google Play Store. All yeah. of Malcolm's favorite restaurants. Yeah, if you want to listen to us talk about deer hunting and hear some crazy stories, listen to the Buck Junkie podcast. Where can you find it now? Man, that's on every streaming platform that you can think of. It's going All the episodes will be live on YouTube and uh, all the social media platforms and stuff. There'll be plenty of posts. So. Buck Junkie. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us this year. And we'll be back in you know a few short weeks. We'll start this up again for 2022. Hope everybody has a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. For Shell, I'm Malcolm. We gone. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas.